Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. I'm Taylor. This week we are talking about the FX slash Hulu show, The Bear. It'll be hot and spicy. <laughs> I was trying to think of like food related terms and those food. were what came to me. <laughs> food adjectives. Yeah. But first, TV news. Um, it's kind of unfortunate that we are recording this podcast the day before Emmy nominations come out, but by the time this episode comes out, Emmy nominations will have been announced. This is putting you on the spot really quick, but top three shows you hope get the most love. Ready, set, go. Um, Severance for sure. Yeah. I would, I, the, the problem is... I the severance is for sure eligible, right? Like when's the cutoff? We never know. I don't 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 even bother looking it up because I'll never remember. But severance, um, search party, search party. I saw them post like a for your consideration. Yeah, <laughs> once, and um, it's just like so rude. Feels intentional that they've been. They never even get nominated, but there's some freaking good acting on that show. So that would be a wish list. I like that. Um, trying to think of ones that aren't already going to get a lot of love, you know, mm-hmm. underdogs. I think a lot. Um, I've seen a lot of people slash me also um, rooting <laughs> for Abbott Elementary. Oh, yeah. I feel like that is just like emmy gold right there especially because like a network show hasn't really been i don't think um nominatable (laughs) is that a word (laughs) like as nominatable as this in a long time because it's it's like they want like a new modern family or big bang theory type show to nominate you know Mm -hmm. and everything's been streamers or the classy channels like HBO and stuff. So I think Abbott Elementary is going to shine. Yeah, I agree. Um, The eligibility period is apparently between June 1st, 2021 and May 31st, 2022. Oh, so let's see. I'm looking at our episode. Our episode dropped April 13th. So it's for sure in the clear. Cool. Oh, well, actually scrolling through our episodes, I would like to see um, Pam and Tommy. Oh, interesting. Yes, yes, yes. The acting. Um, yeah, I think I think those are my those would be my picks if I were in charge of the nominations. This article that I'm looking at is so funny because it's like why there won't be Emmy nominations for this year's shows like The Crown, The Boys, and The Handmaid's Tale. And it's like, well, yeah, The Crown and The, the Handma- Handmaid's Tale hasn't even come out yet. So no wonder. <laughs> I'm so confused. And yeah, I think the boys just barely ended or is still going. I don't know. Anyway. I, well, in the, the only show that um that I would accept them giving awards to without even watching the season yet would be Succession. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the um, only thing... Also... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say Insecure also. Mm, yes. It's their last season. You know, that would be a dream. Yeah, I would love to see them get some love. Um... The only other ones I would probably add that we didn't mention already is Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Ooh, that could 
I can see that either kind of being ignored this first season or kind of dominating. I can kind of, Mm -hmm. it's like almost no middle ground, you know? Yeah. I also, not that I want it to, but I think it'll be interesting to see how Squid Game does. Mm -hmm. Because they actually kind of win a lot in the recent awards. Yeah. And not that I necessarily disagree, but it feels so long ago now that it's not so fresh in my mind as all these other shows we just listed. Yeah. It's funny how that happens. Mm. We do love yeah. a show, but then it's like the more you think about it, the it, it evolves into something else. And then it's like mm-hmm. really in comparison. I don't know. It's just funny how that works. Yeah, I totally agree. It almost feels like it's more of a meme than like a show now. Yeah. Mm. Very, it really makes you think. Guess we'll see what happens. Um, They announced that the new season of Reservation Dogs um, is premiering August 3rd. And we love season one. So I'm, did you watch the trailer for this one? No, I have that bookmarked and I was going to ask you if you watched the trailer. I did watch the trailer um, and it was a really good trailer. Okay, I great. feel like it's... Um, it really kind of shows you because a lot of the characters in re- in season one, like left you on a cliffhanger of like, what are they going to do next? And where are they, are they traveling? What's going to happen? And I feel like it sets up some new, pretty entertaining situations, but also shows you kind of hints that they're not going to like leave those cliffhangers um, to not be resolved. Like it's going to further the action. I don't know. It, it was a good, it was a good trailer. Okay, I'll go back and rewatch that trailer for sure. Yeah, I recommend that. That's like my new podcast job is like, I don't watch every trailer, but I do watch (laughs) some. (laughs) What a journalist. Um, I saw that they announced that Only Murders in the Building got renewed for season three. And before the season two is even over, which I find interesting. Mm-hmm. I mostly only don't like it because I feel like it spoils the fact that like none of the main characters will die, you know? Yeah. Which is kind of funny. We didn't talk about this last week when we were discussing stranger things, but it's not, it's like if you're not willing to kill off anyone important, then it's hard to really be nervous about anything like an, feel like there's any stakes yeah especially when like the plot of the show is like people dying and murder you know yeah like succession they should never kill off anybody i mean they probably could actually but i'm just mm, okay maybe i don't want to go there (laughs) well i don't want any i don't want that to be a plot line really either but it i mean if anyone's gonna do it interestingly they would do it and yeah i guess I don't know. That could be a whole other discussion because the stakes on succession do feel high, even though they're not in like physical danger. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I don't know. I feel like if there's a show where like there's physical danger involved, if you want me to stay on the edge of my seat, you've got to actually kill someone. That's the way Grey's Anatomy has been keeping going all these years. (laughs) I mean, if it ain't broke, I guess. <laughs> huh. That's a very interesting point you just made. 
Because also, <laughs> I don't, it's like, I feel like now I'm ripping off um, Lost Culturistas, where they have like, and the 33rd rule of culture <laughs> is, but it's like, another thing I believe is end a show <laughs> before it's just eating itself Girl meets alive, shows, but, rules know. of television. Yeah. <laughs> Kill your main characters. <laughs> and also end your show. Before it has way too many seasons and keep your episodes to 30 minute minutes, episodes unless you're yeah. succession. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is actually so funny. Um, jumping ahead. I'll just, just a little, a brief, uh, interruption of news is about the bear short episodes and amazing. And I literally thought to myself, the only show I want to be an hour. I thought that this week is succession. So it's really funny that you just said those words. That is actually very funny. Wow, oh, can't wait man. to come back to that. Because, yeah, this show is like a drama and so short episodes, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. Yes. This is something I have saved, and I'm hoping you actually have the second. I think there's more to it than what I saved, but I it's about Stranger Things. And the Duffer brothers are working on a spinoff of Stranger Things for Netflix but they haven't said anything about it except that it will be, this is a quote, 1,000% different. So um, I don't know what that means. Will it be a cartoon? Will it, What's the exact opposite of what Stranger Things is right now? It'll just be like set in modern day. I don't, I don't know. They haven't revealed what the spinoff is. It'll be a prequel. So no clue. the article that I have bookmarked, is from the Hollywood Reporter that talks about the spinoff and two other projects all in one thing. And so it's actually very confusing mm-hmm. because it's like those. Are, yeah, they are doing a spinoff, but they're also planning to do a stage play of Stranger Things. And then they're also working on a completely different adaptation of a Stephen King novel. Oh, yeah. And... All five of these new projects, which I'm like five, I don't need, I don't, I don't know how they got to five, but whatever, are going to be launched by Upside Down Pictures banner. Like, I have no idea. It's like a Netflix deal that they worked out in like 2019. From what I, I did read, something else that I don't think I bookmarked, but they just said like, it was like. What does the public want to, for this spinoff if we were to do a spinoff kind of thing? Like, they, I don't think there's any actual, like, formal plans other than what? they're like, oh, people love this show. We got to keep it going because we are making so much money off of it. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. The stage play really has me, though. I'm like. The stage play huh? is <laughs> the thing. So it's like, are they going to record that and post it on Netflix? Or like, I have no Netflix, idea. Like Netflix builds a th- its own theater, yeah. and they just do stage adaptations of scenes from Stranger Things. Um, well, what would you if you had if you were in charge of picking the spinoff of Stranger Things? What would you pick? Put you on the spot. I mean, with Steve Harrington being my favorite character, I'd probably want a Steve Harrington spinoff. But I don't think that's kind of what they're going for. Um, well, that's the thing. We don't really know what they're going for. Have you seen those quotes? 
where um, Hopper, David Harbour, <laughs> said that he wants Jacob Elordi to play him in a, if there's a prequel. Yes, I did see that. And I was like, wow, the balls you have. Like, yes, we just did an episode oh. where we cast ourselves in things. But also, I feel like we were pretty realistic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Saying that the hottest person to maybe be walking this earth right now to play you lol like yeah you looked good in this last few episodes of this season but get some reality please so freaking funny but i yeah i I mean i don't see there's zero resemblance and like let's be clear we think that hopper is like a hottie dad bod or no dad bod like he's he's like, we all have a crush on Hopper. I think that's just, like, established as fact. But I see zero resemblance, even young him, to being Jacob Elordi. Mm-hmm. That is just ridiculous. Well, speaking of hotness, <laughs> um, I cannot believe we missed this news because these uh, it was actually, re- actually released, like, in the middle of June. But F-Boy Island released their full lineup of The Boys and is coming back July 14th. And I believe they do it week by week, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Well, and I just, I didn't watch it until it was all um, all Me over. Me too. That's and why, so... I, but I'm pretty sure I remember oh, okay. I like watched it right as the last episode was airing. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I will say, from looking at the boys that they released the photos of, it's pretty funny, actually. They, like, released little, like, um, magazine covers of, like, each of them. So they have, like, different, <laughs> different like, um, catchphrases. Like, this one said, can this mountaineer scale your defenses? <laughs> <laughs> What does that even mean? And then that doesn't even make sense. And there's like a quote that's like, it should have said like, can you scale your peaks? (laughs) (laughs) That's way better. Not going to lie. This one's pretty funny. It says dog dad seeks dog mom. (laughs) Hmm, That's, oh man. Honestly, I'm really only attracted to one person in, in here. So I'm very intrigued to see how that plays out because and like maybe who my crush will be um the one Mm -hmm. i'm attracted to is john m and his says loves fashion loves his beard but can he love you and then it says selective with with who i give my time to is like his quote anyway that's funny i i respect that quote because well you know that's a that's respectable to use the same word over again, <laughs> but but it's also like that's the quote they pulled to, for his like advertisement. Mm-hmm. I just pulled them up to see. Um. Well, that guy looks exactly like Jack Harlow. Yes, he does. So I'm not attracted to him. Um. Who did you like, John M? Yes. Some of these guys, uh, look like um. Like, Zach W. kind of looks like Casey from last season. I thought that same thing. But, like, not as cute. Like, it just looks like the same type of guy. I need to see more of them. It's hard to tell from some of these pictures, but they're not that cute. No. Well, I mean... They're, like, cute, like, made in a factory. Yeah. Kind of, kind of cute. Cute like a sim is what some of them look like, like to me. Sim. Actually, 
Uh, Elon or Elon H is cute. I he was actually just the one that I was on the fence about too, but I can't tell from his picture because his hands covering half his face. Yeah. And I need to see like kind of like how he dresses. Probably I can't even find this Tom guy. Oh, actually, well, no, he's in. Some of them look cute in the zoom out. Oh yeah, I know he's cute. He kind of reminds me of my one of my fave guys from last season the, with the beard yes, kind of yes that's uh, that's why yeah, yeah. again i was like oh interesting he matches someone from last season anyway i'm pumped Keon, i can't wait Keon looks kind of cute sorry this is not this episode is not about fy island <laughs> um i think i only looked at like one of these posts and didn't look scroll through all of them so i have a lot of work to do actually yeah we have some homework um also they almost all look like f boys except like one which i'm sure that guy. one guy is an f boy you know yeah probably i mean they fooled me last season with several so what do i know wow amazing show i cannot wait to watch that. truly i saw today something that i have not done a lot of research into but was extremely intriguing that disney plus is going to have exclusive original shows featuring bts the band that's pretty crazy. Like, that's a huge get. That is very crazy. Is it going to be, like, documentary style? Yeah, are they going to, like, document the hiatus or something? Because yeah, that, like I just realized timing. That the timing is, yeah, exactly. Um, Let's see. At least two of the new titles will be shot with the entire band, including a taped concert special um, in L.A. and a behind-the-scenes documentary series. And Disney expects the, that documentary series to debut next year. Um, it actually is funny because it reminds me of like the um, Y2K era Disney Channel that did stuff like this all the time with like Britney and Sync. Like they would have those concert mm-hmm. specials and I loved those. And so it's kind of like a return to that in a way. But all those bands were like kind of up and coming at the time. And BTS is like huge yeah Hmm. well that's exciting i'm into that yeah it's pretty cool um my last piece of news is really sad they announced that ola from sex education is not returning (gasps) what i don't i don't know why i didn't read why (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's really the implications of that though that's the baby her baby daddy right or so we like that's her boyfriend no ola is um the the daughter, daughter of the boyfriend's yeah of his oh. mom's boyfriend and his and um his ex the son's ex girlfriend yes <laughs> <laughs> um okay well, that's even worse. I was actually picturing that I forgot what the mom's boyfriend's name was. And I was thinking it was him. And I was like, oh, isn't like there going to be this whole drama about like him versus the the her ex or something. But I'm more interested in all the student drama. So that makes me sad, especially because I love her and um, that kooky girl. That's so cute. Yeah, me too. Wow, that's really sad. I love everyone on sex education and that's a show that I hope never kills off their characters because they're all amazing and I never want them to leave. Mm-hmm. So that's heartbreaking. Same. Wow. 
My last piece of news is that um, Indian Matchmaking is having a season two. Oh, fun. Coming out August August 10th. Well, that's great. Yeah, that was a fun show that I kind of forgot about. And so that was that was like a fun surprise. Yeah, I loved I forgot how much I love that. We got lots of fun dating shows in our future, which is funny that Woo-hoo! we say that on the day that The Bachelor begins. Oh, yeah. Not planning on watching, but that's why it's even more funny. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah. Well, there's all these other like newer, um, not stale dating shows to watch. So I'm going to choose those. Yeah, exactly. All right. The Bear, an FX show on Hulu, is all about a chef, his fellow coworkers in a kitchen, and the the kitchen family kind of thing. <laughs> we can get into that in more depth, but for our top three purposes, basically all you need to know is, wow, kitchens are toxic, which is... <laughs> um. I think true for the most part, actually. Um, I had a, lived with someone for years and my is one of my best friends. One of my best friends is also a chef. And so like learning from her and like all the stories that she would tell me and then watching this, I was like, this feels so spot on. And she's watched like the first episode and she was like, from the first episode, I can already tell that this is like dead on. Which I thought was wow. really interesting. I love hearing that. Right? Yeah. Um, so for our top three, we are naming top three toxic work environments from TV shows. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, wow, there's so many, especially like recently. Uh-huh. I was like, is there any non-toxic work environment on a TV show? Yeah. There's a few. I mean, we did just talk about Abbott Elementary and there's toxicness to that, but I think overall it's pretty, pretty healthy. Yeah, it's more so to like others. a toxic boss, not the entire yeah. environment. Exactly. So, what's your number three? Um, my number three is the Mindy Project. <laughs> okay, I thought of them too, and I was like, should I? I'm so glad you did. They're not appropriate at all. Like, first of all, I mean. It's not that you need to see the ins and outs of a job of people like doing their job on a TV show, but they barely ever have patience. And I feel like when they do have patience, often Mindy is like interrupting in the middle of like a meeting with them to like go do something wacky. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always dating each other. Constant HR violations mm-hmm. constantly. Um, Danny Castellano, as much as we all love him and wish he like belonged to us he is horrible like he is like insults everybody he's so inappropriate every single character is actually extremely not work appropriate no the whole office like literally i couldn't tell you one character that is um like uh upholds proper hr standards me neither that's a great one I'm going to go with Ozark because I feel like um, (laughs) I thought of them too. (laughs) being scared that you're going to die literally every minute of the day that you're doing a job seems pretty toxic to me. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's 
Yeah. And like I was thinking about and Breaking Bad and I was like, honestly, like they have a pretty good working relationship and like there are parts and times where it's more toxic than others, but it's not as toxic as Ozark. Well, Walt is like, he's kind of just a toxic person in yes. general. Like he's very manipulative mm-hmm. to like accomplish his goals and stuff, but I I I do think it I think Ozark is a little more toxic to be an employee of the birds. Yeah. It is also funny, you can cut this out because I don't know if this is too recent of a spoiler. But we did just have this whole lecture about kill your main characters, kill your main characters, <laughs> and then like furious about about Kill but your main characters. It needs to be earned. In, it needs to be yes. like <laughs> earned an earned death that is actually has weight not in like the literally final moments of the show and it makes no sense mm-hmm. agreed um that's such a good one my number my number two i said selling sunset yes mm-hmm. yeah like if you are if dating bosses and then being and like knowing that you're they're like working to like freeze their eggs and then i mean all of it but especially that yeah, that's, that's like, number one on the toxicness. Also, just the fact that, like, the whole work environment is dictated on, like, who's fighting. Mm-hmm. And also, like, their personal lives equal the wor- equal the workplace. Mm-hmm. Like, in general, that's kind of the whole nature of the show. So, we wouldn't have a show if it were not a toxic work environment. Mm-hmm. But it is so toxic to even just watching it is just like will give you gives me like hives Mm -hmm. like imagining working in like in that environment well and I think I've brought this up before but like previously I've had like TikToks show up in my feed of like real life selling sunset realtor or Oppenheim group realtors and they like like the ones that aren't on camera yeah they're like a day in the life of as an Oppenheim real, real estate agent and like, oh my gosh, I would would just love to know what that is actually like. Of like, do they actually ever work together, or is that just like a separate wing of the company that like actual real estate agents don't ever touch or talk to or interact with? You know, mm-hmm. seems funny. All right, my second one is Yellowstone. Basically, their whole th- their whole shtick is. Do whatever we tell you to do or else we're going to probably kill you. (laughs) (laughs) And like you, like if you want to leave too bad, you can't like, there's literally no way to exit other than like you find Kevin Costner on a good day kind of thing. So (laughs) bad news. Wouldn't want to work on the Yellowstone ranch. Not for me. Isn't it also like, oh, they're all family. Um, not like the people who actually work on the Yellowstone ranch, like most of those people, like something that they do is they go find like ex convicts who are like need work and can't get hired places. But then like a lot of them are like, this is actually worse than work live than like being in prison. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But it's one of those things where it's like, if you earn the trust of the family, like you will be rewarded, but it's really Dang. rare you get there, you know? Yeah, and you probably have to do horrible things to actually earn that trust. Yes, you do. And then it's tainted anyway. Because wow. if you're already an ex-convict, they can use you to do things that would put you in prison c- 
because you already have mm-hmm. been there. It's like basically like it's like the mob. Exactly. But it's a quote unquote business. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That is toxic. Pretty toxic. Dang. I really do need to watch Yellowstone. When is the next when is like the next season even coming out? You know, I can tell Later? you <laughs> because I've been laughing at how it shows up on my TV time list because it's coming out in 125 days. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that's well, how long I have you Paramount have. Plus now. Can I watch it on Paramount Plus or is I'm still a little confused? I think you can watch. Mm, don't quote me. You figure it watch out. The Faith Hill, Tim McGraw one. I think. Yeah, you can watch that one. You might be able to watch it. I don't know. Figure Look it up and report back, please. I'm curious. Okay, I will. I actually will because I feel like it's one of those ones like we got to do an episode on it eventually. Yeah. Do you think Yellowstone's going to get any Emmy nominations? Good question. I don't know. It has in the past. So I wouldn't be surprised if it got a feel. Yeah. I haven't. I'm just kind of surprised because I feel like I hear buzz about it, but I haven't heard specifically Emmy buzz. Yeah. Okay. My number one. And it's funny because I feel like. It was kind of neck and neck between which was going to be number one, this or Selling Sunset. And I picked I picked The Office, like the classic workplace show. Wow. But it is it is really toxic. Like, imagine if you literally had the things that Michael Scott says all the time. Like, everyone, we all hear toxic-y things, inappropriate things at work, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's literally constant and... um. I don't know. I just, it is kind of like shocking when you think about how often different people are hooking up and then like using like kind of, and then they break up and then it really affects everyone at work. And that one time Meredith was topless and Michael took a picture of it. (laughs) And like, it's like, it's pretty bad. It's really not like not the party planning committee drama yes yeah it's true it's everything the office should not be yeah it really i was like i can't like it's really is the whole point of it is that it's like a toxic work environment yeah jan i mean jan herself is uh, that is a toxic work environment jan herself yep that's my number one i'm excited to hear your number one because you're you're two and you're two and three have been quite toxic like to the point of death (laughs) well just wait i'm surprised we haven't had any overlap actually yeah mine is also an office scenario but it's severance i okay when you said office scenario i was like oh it's gonna be severance yeah like i'm sorry someone hangs themselves while they're while they're at work and you can't you don't tell them that it happened yikes horrible really bad really really bad and i think death happens there we just haven't found that out totally yet Mm -hmm. yeah we don't know what goes on down in those lower levels we do know that someone like literally died because of it i guess on the their audi but yeah that's true to me that's the Mm -hmm. most toxic which is interesting because it's like it's total basis is like non-toxic like balanced work um and personal life type of thing Mm -hmm. that's so true it's like the anti-selling sunset yeah (laughs) but it's actually even more toxic than selling sunset Mm -hmm. it's just so fascinating it really is 
All right. Well, the bear. We haven't talked about this yet, so I'm eager to hear your opinion. How did you like it? Um, I thought it was so good. I loved watching this show. I've already recommended it to my parents. Me too. It was just so good. I was, and I was amazed at how good it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I knew I was going to love it just from like the promo and the poster and the cast and like the visuals of it all. Yes. But that almost made me more hesitant because I was like, I feel like this is like being marketed towards me and I'm like, <laughs> want to prove them wrong kind of thing. But no. Yeah. I, I loved it. Stubborn. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, I totally relate to that. And it's almost like that thing where it's like the more you hear about something for some reason, it turns you off weirdly mm-hmm. sometimes, but, um, no, this lived up to the hype. There was a lot of hype and it really lived up to it. Um, it just felt so real. Like the characters almost entirely felt like real people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something that helped, there were people I recognized in the cast, but no one that's currently like way famous. And I think that that really added like a legitimacy to the characters. Yeah. Like I thought it was interesting that probably the most famous cast member was John Bernthal and he's like shown the least amount. Yes. Oh my gosh. But wow. Do I love him? Ooh. When he showed up, I was like, internally screaming yeah you know like the scream when you have your fist on your mouth (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know the one also Um, joel McHale, which i was like freaking joel McHale. is that first yes i did the same thing i was like the voice it's so funny because like i feel like his voice is instantly recognizable and he's like tall he's just very noticeable but they did a really good job where it was not distracting at all and he he He's in it barely at all, and he was really effective. Yeah, like I was, I was really impressed with those two very quick performances. Yeah, so good. I was curious, like, how famous is the lead Jeremy Allen White? Because he is a big deal in the Shameless, the show Shameless. Mm-hmm. But I know nothing about that show, so it was like hard for me to, because re- like I, don't, I honestly haven't really seen him in anything. So he was brand new That's- to me. That's exactly my experience. I only found out that he was like, um, yeah, like a shameless person like yesterday when I was listening to another podcast and I was like, oh, I thought he literally was a, a newcomer. Or <laughs> so yeah, that meant nothing to me. I know I'm like, I'm kind of familiar with Ao Eddie Beery just from, but she's more like usually kind of behind the scenes and stuff, you know, like she's kind of more the comedy like mm-hmm. a stand-up comedian kind of route or writer. And I thought she did so, so good. She was I amazing. Her. Like her character was like so believable. And I was expecting her to be more funny since I had heard that she was like a comedian, but she wasn't really mm-hmm. at all. Like there were like subtle uh, lines that w- were funny and more of like in a sad and like sarcastic kind of way. Totally. And I just really loved her. She was so, I, yeah, I kind of the same thing. I guess I, maybe what I know her best from is honestly like following her Instagram. Cause she's like friends with Patty Harrison. Like she's in that kind of crowd. Our friend group. Yes. 
And, um, and also cause she was a writer on big mouth and then she took over Jenny Slate's character. And so like, oh, I didn't and I think that, that was kind of took over. Okay. Yeah. And she was like on the staff and just like, like she had to audition and stuff. And mm-hmm. so it was actually kind of like, it was kind of a big deal when she got that. And so now for her to be like a lead in this drama is kind of like wild. That's and cool. she crushed it. I loved her in this. She really did. Um, also, uh, Desi from girls. Yeah. I was going to say, we can't, we can't stop talking about all the characters without giving it up to Desi because he killed yeah. it too. Oh my gosh. He honestly, like, it's funny too. Cause we were kind of, we were just talking about him cause he was in the dropout. Yes. And we were like, wow, he's so good. <laughs> I feel like he's having a moment. I think so too. Like he was in the dropout. Um, he's also in Lena Dunham's movie Sharp Stick. So like I had just seen him in that Sundance oh, movie. Nice. Um, yeah. So like it kind of seems like he is like finding his way. And like this role was like it was similar to Desi in a lot of ways, but also very not similar. Not like it was different for him to me. And mm-hmm. he was really good. It felt like a really natural fit. Mm hmm. Like he's one of those people in this one of the, he's one of the characters that really felt like a real person. Yeah. And even throughout, even as you get to know him better, you kind of, he's that kind of person where you're like, I don't feel safe with this character because what is he going to do? And he's just such a hothead. Yeah. And just so heartbreaking. Yeah. But he makes you really sad, but also like he, like there were some times when it's, it's what something that was really entertaining was like in, he's a hothead all the time but then in the moments when everyone else is on their last fuse he's actually kind of becomes like the calm one in the Mm -hmm. room and it's like really unsettling yeah um but it was like i've seen people like this like i it just felt so real and um for a very first season of a show even from like the first episode it was like a very lived in environment Mm -hmm. that felt very realistic and had all these established characters that even though I just met them and I don't even really remember their names I know who they are and like their chemistry was so strong like you could tell they had been working together forever and Mm -hmm. you got little bits and pieces of each of their background but honestly not much like each of Mm -hmm. those of the like kitchen staff probably only had like their own like one little line about like their own personal life, but you felt like you really knew them. Like yes. even um I keep wanting to say Desi, but I guess his name's Richie. I know. Um like we Same. we got to see a little bit more of him because they were like he's cousins with Carmi. But not even real cousins. Like we don't really I don't really yeah, know where I've he kind came of been from. confused by that too. I think he was just like um Mikey's friend, like his best friend growing up. And I don't, and then like, and so they call him cousin, but then they always say like, oh, but he's not really my cousin. Yeah. It's interesting. But like, and they didn't really need to go into no. it because I, I almost tell myself like an explanation where it's like, I kind of, the way he is, it's like, I feel like maybe he didn't have a great home to go home to. And so this other family kind of, he was always around them or something mm-hmm. like that. Cause he knows everything going on with their family too. Totally. So it's very very interesting yeah um and like you're talking about chemistry um being so strong and like the richie carmy 
chemistry is so interesting too because they have so much chemistry but it is like a negative chemistry almost all the time but it's like it's so natural but not in a good way either Mm -hmm. like it's so intriguing i i really really liked watching yeah it felt very real and also carmy and his sister um sugar i loved their chemistry as well and i also just really liked her i thought she did really good too and they had some really tender moments and felt very real like a real sibling relationship you know she was almost the the one part that i couldn't really get into as much really yeah there was almost something maybe because she did come in where i had seen her and other things in snl and stuff but i was almost like she almost to me felt like kind of sitcom-y or something like She's almost like too pretty, maybe, or like <laughs> too. It was like her character was almost so polished that it was like, um, I don't know. Like it's like I almost wanted like something grittier in her interactions, but it makes sense for the character too because she's like kind of got her life together and the others kind of don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen her in anything, and so I kind of liked I liked the like comparison between like her and her brothers because it was pretty clear that like she did kind of have her life together in like a different way than the two of them did, but Mm -hmm. still struggled with a lot of similar issues from the way that they were all raised. Um, She just kind of harnessed them in different ways. Yeah. I liked her. I didn't feel that from her, but I don't, yeah, that's interesting. I wonder if it was cause you seen her in other stuff or not. Yeah, maybe it is. I don't, there was just something sometimes it took me out, but again, that is a very small, small complaint that I almost wasn't even going to bring up because <laughs> I was like, it doesn't change how I watch this show at all, you know? Yeah. But do you want to know something funny and random? Her dad is the mayor on Schitt's Creek. You know, that one guy? Oh, interesting. Which is funny. Yeah. Well, she turned out cute. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of resemblance. Um. Oh, something that was funny to me is that something I kept thinking um, was that it, at some parts it felt almost like this is like a live action Bob's Burgers <laughs> because like it's like this restaurant where everything is constantly going wrong and the main character is like this a very creative chef but kind of a misfit and they're worried about money all the time but like love and family conquers all i was like wow this is so i was like a soul sister to bob's burgers and i love it that is really special and i love that how did you feel about the end i had to even remember because i feel like i was like trying to remember actually because i feel like a lot of the moments that that come to my mind of like a very specific image that stuck with me aren't really the end and they end on a pretty crazy note now that I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> um, I feel like I was excited and I thought that when they find all that stuff, I don't know if I want to spoil it, but I was like, I was excited about it, but it almost worried me that I was like, is this going to be a one season show? Because it felt so complete, like almost like a movie ending in mm-hmm. some ways that I was kind of like, wait, are they doing season two? Cause I want to watch another season, but this is like such a, kind of wrapped up ending you know yeah. 
Yeah, it's true. For me, it honestly made me more excited because I was like, oh, it'll be fun to see oh, what good. where they can go next mm-hmm. and kind of move on from like that stress. Yeah. Well, especially because like obviously there's going to always be drama these like with these personalities and it's like such a like we're saying like even when they're all on the same page and getting along it's still like the toxic and the high stress levels and everything Mm -hmm. i think we already talked about this but just making it clear that i would probably recommend this to anyone Mm. oh yeah i thought it was so good especially though people who like food like the food preparation and like watching the different foods being made it's so beautifully filmed and it's just like stunning and it makes you very hungry Mm -hmm. oh yeah i want to go there and eat it yeah me too who's your crush of the week um well it's it's kind of funny because i'm actually i guess my other question for you might be crush related because i loved carmy but i didn't i didn't wasn't really like super attracted to him personally you know it's funny you asked that because i was gonna ask you that same thing i (laughs) he had his moments and actually i would say in the show for the most part i was attracted to him Mm -hmm. outside not ugly it's not like i would like turn him down if he knocked on my (laughs) door (laughs) but i i think he was kind of part of the hype i saw was like oh, the, he's like this hot chef. And I was kind of like, I've seen hotter. <laughs> but I didn't know if he was maybe going to be your type in the show. So interesting. Um, Well, he has short, he has short energy. Yeah, he does. But that's kind of, but that's funny because that's like, I liked the short energy. Mm-hmm. Um, He was a little, his, his muscles were maybe too much for me personally, actually. Yeah, I would probably say the same thing. Um, And it's funny because, like, now, like, post-show stalking in full force, it's like, Mm -hmm. I really can be so attracted to him or I can be not attracted to him. It totally just depends on what he's wearing. And I think it's honestly if those muscles are showing or not. Because I'm not a muscle girly. (laughs) You're like, cover him up. (laughs) Yeah. But I did like his it's tattoos. Funny. I thought his tattoos are really cool and made him more attractive as well. Um, I liked all his tattoos, except I didn't love the 777. Mm. Like, is that like a slot machine or something? I was like, <laughs> that's kind of cliche, but whatever. Not to judge anyone who's listening who might have that as a tattoo. That was just my opinion on him. I'm sure yours is very cool. <laughs> I'm sure we have um, so many people that listen to this podcast that may have that well, tattoo. I don't, well, now I'll never, they'll never show me because I'll judge them. They'll, know they'll never now. show you. Um, but okay. Answer your original question. My crush. Here's who I was crushing on. I was crushing on Marcus. The one making the donuts. Yeah. He was cutie. And also, he was so cutie. His IMDB picture is so funny. Cause he's wearing a shirt with Larry David's face on it. And he's doing like finger guns. He's yeah. so, he was just like cute. And it's I want to research him more because I couldn't find much about him, except he's like always doing stuff with Tyler, the creator, which I thought was very interesting. Oh, that is very interesting. Um, So I don't really know. I don't know what his deal is in real life. Like, I don't really know what he like does, mm-hmm. but I thought he was another character that I just felt like I loved seeing what he was doing. I thought he was really cute. And 
Also, I mean, I liked his like chill vibe in the kitchen. Like he's one of the only ones that has a level head like the whole show. Yeah. For better or for worse, you know? And I was just like, yeah, he's the one out of all these people that I would want to hang out with on a regular basis. That makes sense. My crush, I feel bad because he really was only in it for such a short amount of time. But wow, John Bernthal, I just love him so much. I can't help it. And I really need to watch. He is like the lead of that show. We own this city and I've heard really good things about it and never watched it. Oh, but apparently he's really good in that. Yeah, as a new, as a like a brand new Bernthal head. It is yeah. funny that we're like we hate muscles, but <laughs> on the right person, on the right person, we're not going to say no because <laughs> he's very ripped. <laughs> Maybe it's about proportions. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It will, and it's like I'm looking at his IMD picture, and he has a shaved head, mm-hmm. but his hair is like glorious in this show. His hair is glorious, and, in, and like. His main scene that he's in, he's just like telling this hilarious story about Bill Murray and it's just his mannerisms and his storytelling is just so perfect and fun. And mm-hmm. him as a character is not someone I would probably want to date, but the actor. <laughs> yeah. It's a good loophole. It's a really good loophole. Um, <laughs> the actor. Well, and it, it just really shows how good at acting he is because like he probably has less I mean maybe like three minutes max in yeah. this show but you know this character it helps that people were taught have been talking about his character the whole time yeah you learn but a lot about still him. like there's still a lot of mystery to this character you know and so yeah. when he shows up first of all it was such a pleasant surprise that it's him and he you just learn so much from this this like just this like monologue he's kind of telling of this like story mm-hmm. and you just like sense so much of his character just from this like sh- really short performance and that really says a lot about John Bernthal yeah and like I was just thinking about it like it's really special that you learn so much about this character just through everybody else's relationship with him and their mm-hmm. opinions and relationships with him which is like really special and I don't feel like you get to see that very often portrayed on TV. So that was really fun. And then when you do get to see him, you get to see why he's like, he's such an infection, infectious personality and like Mm -hmm. so lovable. Yeah. And it makes you imagine like, wow, what was this restaurant like when he was running it? Especially because you Mm -hmm. see like in the first episode, it's disgusting. Like, yeah, it's dirty. It's so unorganized, all this stuff. Um, And then when you finally meet him it's like oh like you kind of understand why he would still basically be succeeding ish Mm -hmm. you know like it was just it was really good show it was really good yeah i'm glad you liked it i loved it and i hope more people watch it i agree it's easy to watch it's just on hulu just right there waiting for you to push 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 play (laughs) oh my gosh all right well Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.